This is Sportscasters Anonymous, a weekly podcast about sports, all sports, MLB, the NBA, the NFL, the NHL, collegiate football, and collegiate basketball. But there's more. We'll even talk about sports video games, sports movies. It's all here. You're listening to Sportscasters Anonymous on the Random Chatter Network, broadcasting to the globe from Jacksonville, Florida. This is Don and Chip. Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome back. We are Sportscasters Anonymous. My name's Don. He's Chip. This is episode number 11, recorded on June 28th, 2020. Chip, how you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. I uh, I wanted to say something before we started. I watched the highlights of one of the UFC fights last night, and mm-hmm. oh my god, was it a bloody mess! They, they they were just going. Oh, it was it was. They said it was one of the, the like best fights of the year, and like I'm watching, and they had a stat. It was like five rounds, and they had a stat of all the people that got uh, all the punches that landed, and in one round there was. 114 punches between the two between the two fighters uh and mm-hmm. afterwards they show like the faces and everything like the and the one dude's got like his face is just bloody all over um I forget, the, in, huh? I, for, yeah, yeah, I forget the the who was fighting off the top of my head I didn't, I didn't pull it up yet but it was just it was crazy and the the dude was like like bloody and like the other guy had like a black eye and and like it was like all closed up it looked like like a rocky fight like they both look like they had that rocky fu- like face. Like oh man, it was so it was so. I'm just like I was watching I was like watching Sports Center earlier and I was just looking at it and I couldn't take my eyes away because it was I was like someone's got to call this at some point. Like the guy like was just profusely bleeding all over his face. So like they clean him up in in the in between rounds and then go right back out there. His, blood, his face is just crimson red again. Like it was, it was. So did they, did they call the fight or did they let him go? Was it settled by a knockout or what happened? Uh, I think, I think it was, I think the fight ended at the, uh, one, one of the guys had him on the ground and was just punching him. The guy couldn't cover up anymore. So the, the referee stepped in and called the fight. Gotcha. Uh, Yeah. Cause it it was (laughs) like, it was, it was to the point where the guy was just like, he was literally, it was like a punching bag. He was like sitting over top of him. Like, you know, like if you're with like your brother or something like that and you're just like kind of give him like little like punches like that's kind of what it looked like and the guy was just like sitting up against the cage and and the dude who was punching him kind of looked up at the ref like are you gonna call this yet like i'm hitting this guy oh, like, repeatedly <laughs> he's like trying like, to get his not, point across <laughs> he's like he's not stopping like at that point like i don't even think he was like punching him that hard because he didn't want to like kill the dude but he was like he was still hitting him in the in the head with his fist and it, and and they don't have like boxing gloves on or anything like that so so he was hitting hurt. to the point where it's just kind of like enough to like look at the referee and go you know any minute now feel free to you know finish this yeah yeah i just i, I wanted to <laughs> i wanted to put that out there because it was wow. uh it was it was one of those things i wanted to say before we started it was just it was insane it was insane absolutely insane Man, it must have been important for you to stick out in your mind like that. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I wasn't even on our notes, and I, I wanted, to, I wanted to mention that because it was, it was, it was insane, and and it definitely was newsworthy for for a startup. But um, I get into the the contact us. Uh, so you can always contact us uh, at our email. Uh, mine is chip at randomchatter or you can contact Don uh, at his email, which is don at randomchatter You can look at us on Twitter which is at sportcast anon a n o n uh or you can join our discord channel uh random chatter 
where there's sports and pop culture talk. Uh, and then you can also support us on Patreon uh, under Random Chatter. And then buy our stuff at randomchatter.com slash store. Awesome. That takes care of all the, the regular housekeeping. Now, um, we already veered off the notes a little bit with that UFC. And by the way, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. I'm going to have to go online and look at that. But uh, before we continue, just because I want to get this out of the way right now, and you know where I'm going with this, five episodes in and five to go. That is right. I have watched The Last Dance. Five episodes down. All right? That's it. We're done. I'm not going to be on any lists. I'm not going to be a chump chip. Yeah. I, <laughs> not this um, week. <laughs> so, so you have to you, – you watch five of the six, so you still have one more to go. Oh, okay. How many episodes were there? I thought Actually, there were like no. 10. No, there's uh, – there's, yeah, I think there's nine or ten. Okay, so I'm at the halfway so point. Halfway point. I don't know why I thought there was six. Maybe I was just being overzealous and trying to help you out. Oh, no, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, least, uh, no my, gaslighting my tonight, you, please. <laughs> yeah, my goal for you this week was to at least have one episode. So you got five, so I'm, I'm happy. Now now we can wait another you know, two months before five you weeks. get the other five in. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Hey, man, let's, uh, let's hit up our favorite topic, as always, to kick off the show and talk some NFL updates. What you got for us this week? Yeah, so uh, I just uh, I actually just went on ESPN and, and saw this. Uh, Cam Newton signed a one year deal with the Patriots. Uh, oh. That just came. That's breaking news. So that just came across. Wow. Uh, which is really I'm, interesting. I'm eating a big old burger on that comment because I do believe I was on record and also in Discord are saying I don't see any way that the Patriots will sign him. Oof. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm trying i'm trying to just really read quickly see if i can get any any news or, or anything like that it's a one-year deal it looks like it's a incentive laden deal so it's not going to pay him a lot uh it's going to be a performance based uh so he may may or not be the starter but they're gonna see how he goes against the the incumbent that's there which is uh should be interesting but uh marrying bill belichick and cam newton uh someone who's like super strict with Cam Newton, who always looks like he's lackadaisical and lazy on the field. Like, have you ever watched him like call a play? Like, his head like cocked, uh, cocked to the side, and he's just like he looks like he's just like totally not interested in what he's doing. Like, it's amazing, and he's still like a great player. But it's just those are two very contrasting personalities. True, but opinion. I can tell you how this is going to work. The Patriots have always done well with taking other teams' garbage, so to speak, even signing them on one-year contracts. So just the fact that Cam will be there with Belichick, because, you know, if Cam's lazy or whatever, Belichick ain't going to stand for it. If you get Newton out of his funk and get him to play at the level that he should, I'm going to have to get a little worried again. <laughs> Because when Cam is on, Cam is on. And I don't like that feeling in my division. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. I, didn't think, I forgot that the Patriots... See, I, I don't, I don't want to look outside of my division. So I, didn't, I completely forgot about the Patriots or in the, the Bills. So that, that definitely hurts the Bills' chances of winning the division. Yeah, shh, so. don't curse it, don't curse it. <laughs> let me live in my own little dream world here. You know, we got, we got some primetime games. and let, let me enjoy this, okay? <laughs> so, so you, so you <laughs> know how to, I feel. You got, you get, you get a really, like really into it, really high feeling. And then all of a sudden there's the other shoe falls and then it's like big drop back to reality. 
um, but uh, yeah, so so moving on, uh, we've gone a little bit off script here, but uh, that's right. We're so, doing well. We'll shoot from the hip. Yeah, pro pro fo- football focus came out with the, this week ranking all of the rosters from one through thirty-two. Uh, I love those the Ravens. Yeah, uh, the Ravens are first. I'll give you my opinion on them in a second, and the Jaguars were last. <laughs> Um, so uh-huh. I'm going to just go through, I'm going to go through the first, I'm going to go through like the top 10 and I'll just, I'll just shout them out. So it's Ravens, Saints, 49ers, Chiefs, uh, Buccaneers, Cowboys, Bills at yeah. seven, Titans at eight, uh, Eagles at nine and Steelers at 10. That's the top we, 10. We both made the list. Uh, yes yeah now uh, for those that don't know what pro football focus is pro football focus is a uh, organization that takes every single player in the league and they grade them based off of every single play that they do and then they give them like a per like a one zero through a hundred rating it's Um, like a rating in madden football yeah yeah and they and they they end up taking those numbers and, and each one of these they put an offensive starters and then the defensive starters and then put all their numbers together and ranked who had like the most complete team essentially. Um, problem with this is and the biggest problem with this is it's in a bubble. Like they try to like, I don't, I think they put too much data into it. Like I'm not, I, I don't think pro football focus. I, some of the stats that they come out with is just ridiculous. It makes so no sense. Do you sense. think they over, they overdo it? Oh, they absolutely overanalyze it. Like, I don't agree with these rankings whatsoever in any shape, way, or form. Uh, there is no way on God's green earth that the Cowboys are the, th- are the sixth highest roster in the league. I don't believe that the Cowboys, and this is not just being biased. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't believe that the Cowboys have a better roster than the Eagles. Like, there's the, the the rosters like they're close. It's not like it's an like the Eagles are so much better, but I think the Eagles have a more complete team than the Cowboys, and I think the Cowboys are so heavily favored on offense that people forget that they have nobody on defense. Like they have their linebackers, and that's about it. They don't have a center. Their center have retired. Um, they have good skill position players. They don't have a tight end. If you look at it this way, I, I I sat there and I thought about like positions between the Eagles, uh, position groups between the Eagles and the Cowboys. And uh, again, that's more my division and, and, and my team. So that's why I, I analyzed it that way. Um, yes, the Cowboys have a better receivers core. Hands down, we'll give them that. They don't have a tight end. Eagles have a better tight end. I think the Eagles have a better offensive line than the Cowboys. I think that you go running back, I'll give it to Ezekiel over Miles Sanders. Okay, running back, Cowboys have it. Quarterback, I still give it to the Eagles. You go on defense, cornerbacks and safeties, Eagles have it. Linebackers, Cowboys have it. Defensive line, no question about it, the Eagles have it. You look at it that way, and the Eagles have a lot more in the over the Cowboys in that sense. You can't take it like you. the way they're looking at this by position, it's Okay, like Cowboys have three great, three pretty. Well, they have a rookie, but we'll just we'll just assume that he's going to be a good receiver. You have three good receivers, but not all of them are going to be able to catch the ball and 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 do it. Like they have skill position players, they have like nobody on defense that's going to be able to do anything. 
as far as stop them. Um, and and a lot of t- a lot of times last year, Dak Prescott got a lot of his points and uh, stats from games that were out of reach, and all he had to do was throw the ball. I I I think that them not having a their having their center retire is going to hurt them tremendously. I don't know. I just I, I don't agree with how they did their rankings, and I, like I would even say that the Bills have a better team than than the Cowboys. Like I would probably put the Cowboys maybe where the Eagles are, and then put the Eagles at maybe like seven or eight, and then move the other teams up. Uh, like that's just my opinion on the whole, whole matter, and and I, I I don't I don't I don't agree with Pro Football Focus. I think they're they overanalyze. Like they have they have Zach Ertz rated as a seventy two point seven, and Dallas Goddard ranked at an eighty two point seven. Like they have Dallas Goddard ranked higher than Zach Ertz, which makes no sense whatsoever you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah so like th- there's 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 holes in what they do and, and you talk to a lot of like football experts uh and they I, at least i hear it all the time and they just like pro football focus is like oh they came out with another stat and people just laugh at it like like they come out with some ridiculous like off the ball like they're the they're the like if you ever watch a game they're the the organization that'll come out like oh this quarterback is 16 and 0 in games started after four o'clock when it's raining and the temperatures below 32 degrees. That's a bit much. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, like, like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That so much difference in the, like, and, and that's why I like, they, they come out with these like ridiculous stats. They're the people that'll come up with stats to they'll like create stats to make their argument. Whereas instead of looking at the argument and saying like, like 90% of the stats don't fit it, you're making one stat to make it work. Mm-hmm. So, but that, that, that was my, my little tangent that I wanted to go on to about pro football focus of these rankings. Is that the only one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I thought it was a farce. I wanted to bring it up. So I don't, okay. I don't know Fair how enough. you feel about, I don't know how you agree or disagree with the rankings, but I, I there are certain aspects I, I I like about the rankings that they provide, you know, uh, and a lot of it again uh, pro football focus because they do tie some of that stuff into Madden football. So you know I I do look at some of their rankings though when they come out and I take them with a grain of salt because I do look at some of them and go that's a bit of a stretch or what exactly what database are they using to grade this? So. You know, for me, I'm a I'm an analytics guy. It's a metrics guy. It's like one piece of the bigger pie that I'm looking at when I'm building my rosters for fantasy football or, or whatnot. So, it's a tool. <laughs> I guess we'll put it there. Yeah, like I just looking at it again. They have Jimmy Garoppolo ranked higher than Carson Wentz. I think we can both agree that Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, J- Jimmy G hasn't shown. Um, he's good. But I think Wentz would be better. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, I, that's like just some of the stuff. I think they like, they're like overanalyze it too much and then come out with these numbers from like some computer algorithm that somebody wrote. And then they earn this grade and it's like, okay, like we'll put this all on paper and this, this is how it comes out too. And then we just base it off of that. And I, yeah. I don't know. It we won't, we won't beat it to death too much. What we should do is print 
the information and how they have the rosters and then go back like partway through the season and go, geez, let's see how well they got this. <laughs> yeah. We're definitely going to have to hold on to this. Um, yeah. I mean, that would go, so, that would look great on the Twitter feed or over on the discord channel for sure. Uh, another, another thing that, that was big this week was uh, so a couple of uh, quarterbacks basically said that they like, so Tom Brady decided and Matthew Stafford decided to hold group workouts. I went on last week about how the the doctor for the NFL just kind of said, like, don't hold group workouts, separate your guys selves until training camp. And and Tom Brady and Matt Stafford were just be like, screw you. And they held group Mm -hmm. workouts this week. And it was a big thing. Like everyone's like, Oh, you're, you're you're not worried. You're worried about player safety. And, this is not a huge thing. And even the NFLPA director came out today and said that they're jeopardizing player safety. And I'm like, you're jeopardizing player safety for having group workouts. Like you're, you're, you're basically doing a catch 22. It's like, we, they don't hold these group out workouts and then they go into training camp and they have a higher risk of going in cold Turkey and working out because they didn't have all these OTAs and they're going to have to start playing games really quickly. And, and that's going to increase the player safety for like soft tissue injuries. Whereas they're working out in a like high school setting in a small secluded space where they're going to be with these guys in three weeks. I just don't understand where they're saying it's like player safety is at, at a concern. If anything, it's the opposite of that because they're all together already. So they're working out their bodies and they're, probably going to avoid soft tissue injuries and i i love how everybody keeps saying like this is oh this is against player safety like we don't recommend this we don't blah 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 and then nobody's like putting any consequences out there like nobody's finding tom brady no one's finding matthew stafford for having these group workouts with their receivers and or their offensive line and stuff like and 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 all that so i don't know i just i find it highly questionable as to like they're like wagging their finger at them, but they know that like they're not going to do anything about it. Like no one's going to come out there and find Tom Brady for having these group workouts. Oh, yeah. Or they're like, not going to they're not going to suspend him for the first four games of the season. We can't do that. Yeah, like you know, could, could you, yeah. How much money would they lose if if, if Tom Brady signs this big contract with Tampa Bay and they're like, you held a group workout, you know, we're gonna we're gonna suspend you that first game. Oh man, can you imagine the uproar that there would be from that? Holy moly. Patriots fans would be like, eh, that's what you get. <laughs> yeah, like they would be happy, but like the Tampa Bay fans would would be uh, Bruce Arians would not ha- would not have that. He would he would be calling the league office right there complaining. Yeah. Um so I think if it if it was like uh, I'm just going to say if it was like Josh Allen doing it, I think there would have been some repercussions, but because yeah, it's Tom Brady, there's no fine. <laughs> yeah like something like that like yeah. like you can't do this like well uh, i don't know so but then there's another article that the they came out they said best five trades that fit and i was going through these and i don't know some of them were really interesting yeah uh that i read some of them were like like they made sense uh one of them that i thought was weird was it's the Vikings were going to trade their offensive tackle uh, to the Chargers for a cornerback, which I thought was like some of these. Some of them were just like I didn't even know these guys were on the trading block. Didn't uh, even know one, this was a thing. <laughs> yeah, the one big one was they the Jaguars are going to trade uh, Njaku to the Browns for uh, 
their tight end Joku and a second round pick, which I don't think is a lot of good compensation for Njaku. So, well, yeah, Unique Ngakwe doesn't want to be here. Ngakwe, sorry, so, I kept saying his wrong. That's okay. So he doesn't want to be here. So to some extent, anything you get for him is better than just have him sitting here as a financial liability. Yeah. And that would make, I mean, it's you got a player that's a, that's that a lot of personalities on, on the grounds. Like they already have like the most dysfunctional personality team there is out there. Like adding uh, unique in there is going to be just to add another personality to the mix might make it more chaos. It might actually. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> the the last few seasons, the why the re, it it kills me with Cleveland. Like this player's going there, then that player's going there from these other franchises and whatnot. And you know, the the way these discussions every season, the last few seasons have been going about certain players in Cleveland, it almost makes Cleveland feel like an expansion team. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're like we're gonna get rid of the guy that we don't want. We'll send him to Cleveland. You know what I mean? It, it feels like it's now like an expansion roster, not a a, a legitimate roster. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It was. Uh, it, it's definitely something. I, I think when I posted the the article up in uh, our Discord channel for those to read, and you guys can comment on uh, the trades and how you think they they are. Um, but there's not really much to report on. It was just. It was interesting to see a lot of the the five trades that they picked out uh, for uh, the different teams. Um, the mm. NFL also canceled a couple of the preseason games. Uh, they canceled the Hall of Fame game and, and they canceled Hall of Fame weekend. They're going to just reschedule it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they still are planning to have training camps in the season to start on time, um, which is kind of newsworthy. That I think everyone expected them to cancel the preseason game because they're supposed to report, I believe it's July twenty eighth or or that the uh, that week. And the Hall of Fame game is like August 1st or like it's like right afterwards. So I don't think they expected that game to be played anyways, just because the players won't be ready. Right. Um, so now but, let me ask you, because this is going to come up. So now the NFL went to they were going to try and run the gauntlet and do the whole preseason and the regular season and the Hall of Fame game. Now, because of the ongoing issues, now the preseason games are canceled. Not all of so, them, just a couple. Yeah, well, so they're, my, still having, they're still going to have the preseason games. They're just not going to have as many, which right. nobody watches so, the preseason, anyways. So, but as we get to this, and as we get closer, so my question to you now becomes: Do you see there being a threat of the football season not starting on time? Well, absolutely not. The, the football season is going to go on as normal they're gonna they're gonna force that to go through they're even they're even talking about having fans in the stands like they i think the nfl came out this week and they told the each team that they have to follow the state's ordinances on what on how many fans they can let into the stadium so they're still planning on having fans in the stands gotcha which brings up a, a top conversation like is that fair to say to a team that like each team can have their own set amount of fans there based on mm-hmm. their state? I mean, could you see Jerry Jones slipping the, the governor, like a few hundos and saying like, Hey, make it so that I can have more players in my stands so that we have a more home field advantage. Like I could absolutely see that. 
<laughs> well, you know, um, in sports is big business, and any governor realizes that with sports being big business, not only is it the main sport there, but all the bars and the restaurants and the shopping around the stadiums generates a lot of money every Sunday. So I, I could see, uh, you know, an, a sidebar conversation taking place. <laughs> I don't I just don't think it's fair. I think that the NFL should come down and either say no fans or you can only have like. 10,000 fans in your stands or something like something like that, like something very standard across the board so that no one has a dis- like a more of an advantage than the other than the other team. Um, but so uh, we got to move on. We want to hit everything tonight. So the NBA uh, released their schedule. Uh, so they are going to start uh, at the end of July. Um, and it's going to go, the, they, they released the eight game schedule, which it's going to start on the 30th with the, the Pelicans versus the Jazz and the Lakers versus the Clippers. Um, there's, uh, I was looking at it and it's about like three or four games a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're opening it up with the Clippers and the Lakers, which I think is, is going to be really interesting. Like the NBA has this, like, cause we're starting to get into them doing new rosters and uh, preparing for them to come into Orlando. Cause they're supposed to all report uh, on the eighth for training camp to start on the ninth. And they are, they're also going to have all their roster step set by the first. So the next couple of weeks is going to be a lot of NBA stuff. Uh, I looked at it the schedules and I was actually kind of intrigued by how they have it set up. Cause like I said, mm-hmm. they're going to have games that are like one and like three and like six. And then at like nine, so they're going to have like four, three or four games per day. So it's kind of like what we it. discussed with like the initial stages of March madness. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have, you have, you have ABC that's going to televise some of the games. You have ESPN that's going to televise some of the games. NBA TV is going to televise the games and, uh, at ESPN and TNT are going to televise the games. So there's going to be a lot of opportunities. They're going to spread it around. It's going to be exactly like March madness. It's going to be NBA madness. Um, most of the games Everyone are gets a piece of the pie. Yeah. your most of the games are going to be every other day. So like your team's going to play every other day. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some sometimes you're gonna have games back to back, but I don't know. They're they're pushing forward. Um, I was actually quite happy to hear the commissioner for basketball come out. It's the first first major commissioner to come out and basically say, "Hey, the virus is there. Like, we're not stopping the season. We're not stopping this. So just deal with it. Like, it, it, there's no way that we can play or continue or start a season without there being some type of risk." And he's the first like huge like commissioner owner or anybody to come out and basically say like it is what it is, let's move on. And yeah, I just we're gonna deal with this best we can. Mad props for that because it's 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 what everyone's thinking. Everyone's like, oh my god, there's this virus coming on, and what are we gonna do? And he's just basically like, it's there. We have safety protocols and in, in in check for it, um, and we're just gonna move on from there. So. Mm-hmm. Like so far, there's been 16. They've they've tested 302 players, and 16 of them were positive. And a lot of the players are like, "Yeah, we kind of figured that that a lot of us were going to test positive because they're again asymptomatic." So, are you surprised that there was 
16 out of the 302 players that they did test. I mean, honestly, uh, yeah. I mean, are you going to be surprised it was inevitable? Yeah. No so, matter I how mean, safe everybody tries to play it and whatnot, the way the way this is going with COVID, it's it's no more a question to me, honestly. It's not a question of if they get it. It's when they get it. Yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't surprised at it. I just thought it was more like I'm just glad that they're they're accepting the fact that this is a thing and trying to get past it instead of just like doing the best it, they can. It, yeah. Yeah, like instead of like thinking negatively and like, oh my god, this is the end of the world kind of thing. Like it's, it's no, we we recognize what's going on, we acknowledge it, and we're just we're moving on, right? Uh, which is nice. So and the, going off of that, they have new roster rules um, for the NBA. So you can actually sign players up until the first as like an extra player in case it's supposed to be to like in case someone gets COVID or gets injured. Yeah, it's kind of um, like a standby so, player, basically. Just yeah, a, a bench um, player or what have you, but more than the usual. Yeah, so there was a couple of players this week that came out and said that they weren't showing up. One of the big ones was Avery Bradley said he wasn't coming to Orlando, which he plays for the Lakers, and he's actually a pretty important player for them. Um, so now the the speculation is that J.R. Smith is going to join reunite with LeBron because J.R. Smith was on the Cleveland teams with them. He was on the Miami teams. He's kind of been LeBron's boy, quote unquote, um, mm. throughout the uh, LeBron's tenure of switching teams. Uh, he's been kind of that role player. Um, and if you remember, he was famous. His last game that he played with LeBron was the infamous uh, where he didn't realize the end of the game clock and they missed the free throw, and then instead of him going right back up and winning the game, he ran it back out to midcourt and tried to hold it to waste out the clock. Um, but there was a tie game, so mm-hmm. yeah, Oops. I don't know if you, if you remember <laughs> that. Or not. It'll it, it's it's it'll be interesting because LeBron was super pissed off at J.R. Smith for that game because they ended they ended up losing the series and ended up losing that game in overtime. Uh, it was against the Warriors, mm-hmm. so. I think LeBron kind of gave him the cold shoulder and was like, we're not signing him, but there's all this speculation that J.R. Smith, because J.R. Smith, like Avery Bradley is basically a younger version of J.R. Smith at this point. Um, and there's a lot of speculation out there that J.R. Smith's going to get signed by the Lakers to play. So them having a, a similar play style, they feel that this would kind of fill the void. Yeah, but uh, J.R. Smith hasn't played in, a year and a half because yeah. he, he hasn't, we hasn't signed this year. So he's, he, you know, he says he's in shape, but so it's just speculation. If you're, if, if you're LeBron, do you really want him on the team after what he did? Would he cost you a, a, the finals? So I don't know. Um, but there's a lot of other teams that signed players. I know the Sixers signed uh, an international player who's like, uh, who was on the Mavericks this year, but got cut. Um, and I believe the Suns signed someone else. Uh, as well uh and yeah i think there's a couple other teams that sign people but uh, check it out on nba.com i'm sure or espn or any of them you'll get the list yeah there's a lot of movements going on with 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 the teams and everything like that so uh good thing is that we got a schedule uh rosters are going to be set this week so i'm sure we'll talk about all the roster moves next week um but do you anticipate i'm i'm do you anticipate getting a few that you'll kind of raise the brow and be like, huh, okay. I'm not exactly sure why, but 
I can see it. Do, do you feel that we're going to have any of those moments? Not really. I, I don't think there's a lot of players out there that would give you that moment. The only the only one that's that's the big name out there is J.R. Smith. He's really mm-hmm. the only like big name star that's won a championship. Uh, and I think the Lakers are in such a big conversation to contend for the title that that's going to just be a hot topic to talk about. Right. Um, other than that, there like you have you you basically have the Bucks in the East, and then you have the Clippers and the Lakers, who are like the the top teams to win win the championship. So the Bucks aren't going to sign anyone because they pretty much got a, cl- a complete team. The the Clippers, unless one of their guys drops out, aren't going to really sign anybody. Um, or if they do, it'll just be for a backup role because they pretty much have their team set. The Lakers basically have LeBron and Davis, and then a bunch of role players. So they're really the team that needs those role players to fill anything. So that's going to be the, do they sign J.R. Smith or do they go in the team that they have without Avery Bradley? You know, is, is LeBron and Anthony Davis going to be enough to win them the championship? Um, but I'm, I'm super excited for basketball to be back and so am I. ready for that. Absolutely. Uh, and speaking of, uh, of hot topics, we are, uh... There is a very well-respected and a great player in the NBA that has decided to hang it up. Yeah, Vince Carter retires after 22 years. He is the only player in NBA history to play in four different decades, which is insane when Mm -hmm. you think about it. Because he Mm -hmm. came in the league in uh, 98, I believe. And so he played in the 90s, he played in the 2000s, the 2010s, and then he played this year, so it was 2020. Yeah. He's officially done after 22 years. He said at the beginning of this year that he was going to retire, but he, since he was on the uh, the Hawks, they didn't make it to the season restart. So it was time. He, got, he just yeah, he just announced it the other day that he was retiring, which is which is cool. Uh, I watched some of his like they say he said they use the greatest dunker of all time. Um, you watch some of his dunks from when he was younger, uh, and it's it's pre- he's pretty insane. He defied a lot of the laws of physics. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and in for his achievements, he was the I believe he was the ninety nine rookie of the year. And uh, uh, to to play off of what you said with the slam dunk contest, he did win or he did win the slam dunk contest during the All Star weekend in two thousand. So he uh, aside from early in his career, I mean, I would say when you look at his body of work, he had a good run. He had a good career. Yeah, I mean, it. it I guess it kind of sucks that because his last game was in March, and he, I guess he was playing. Like it, when you're when you say it in the beginning of the season, you don't expect the season to get cut short. So you expected to play yeah. so many more games, but then it kind of like, got robbed over. Of, of like go, going out, you know. What, yeah. What do, do, you, do you think that that puts like because you have all these great players that have retired in other sports, they get the send off or you get like the, the Kobe Bryant who does like the last hurrah and you know, he's going to retire at the end of the season. So he has like all these things along the way with all the stadiums that he goes to where people honor him, And, and, you know, Vince Carter kind of didn't get that chance because the season ended so shortly. Do you, do you feel like he might get that itch to just come back for a year and, and do like a last hurrah? He, He said he was done. Uh, and even though the Hawks didn't make the playoffs, he could have easy, he could have come out and just said, I mean, you know, they haven't played a game since March. 
So obviously he thought about it for a while. The league said they're restarting. The Hawks aren't making it. Now you've been resting for a couple of months. I really think if that was important to him, he would have already come out and said, you know what, I'm going to stick it out one more year. So I, 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 even though he got robbed of that, of that, like that send off farewell, I don't think we're going to hear news of him going, Hey, you know what? Uh, give me one more year to, to have my, to have my send off and say my goodbyes. I, I, I don't, I don't see him playing one more year for that. Now on the flip side, when the season does restart outside of the bubble, Vince played for quite a few teams. I could see them having a Vince Carter night or or where he would kind of make the the rounds around the league a little bit or something like that next season. Yeah. I could see Toronto doing something in the playoffs for him. Like maybe the first game that they get back, they do a because he played in Toronto for the majority of his career. I could see them yes. doing a uh, thank you to Vince Carter or or something along those lines, like a, a memorial package or, or yeah. something along, something like that uh, to honor him and his, him retiring. I could see that 100%. Um, so the other thing that's here is the – so this is, this is more of your alley. LeBron James' rare autographed rookie card set a record with a $960,000 bid. Now, mind you, that's just – a bid that's not what it's sold for. There's still 23, or this was two days ago, so it's still 21 days left of the auction. So that number can go up, which they're expecting will to go up over a go million. Up. Will go up. I'm going to go on the record saying that now. <laughs> so that's just, again, I'm still dumbfounded by the whole fact that people pay this money for these cards, uh, collector's items. Like, that's just, that's mind-boggling yes. to me like i get it but it's just i just never really realized it before um so but this that's is insane so this is another case of um what makes it a rare rookie card is it had a piece of his jersey from the rookie season i believe and it was yeah. autographed and they only produced 23 of these that's it so it's like stupid rare uh, yeah, and what, yeah. Was, what, what was funny was was the nine hundred and sixty thousand that they're currently at in the bid. Auction houses have different records for sports card and memorabilia. You have like the golden age stuff, like where we talked about the Onus Wagner card and whatnot a couple weeks back, you know. And then you have like modern day era stuff, which is you know probably within the last ten to twenty years. And it was funny because the the previous record for modern day auction cards was a Mike Trout rookie card that sold for 922000 in May. Now out comes LeBron's special super rare rookie card and they're already at 960000 So despite everything going on, there's money floating around somewhere. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a lot of money for a card. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I get it cause it's LeBron James and it's, like he's a special player and, and everything that he was and is uh, for the game. But that's, that's a lot, a lot of money. Mm -hmm. um, so, but moving on to Don's favorite topic over the last month, I, I have great news. Hang on. Uh, stop right there. Super Before excited you... to report it. Hold it. Hold there it. Hold will it. Be a... Hold it. <laughs> Before you do this, I'm just going to say, Last week I said we are not going to report on this news. 
unless we got an answer one way or the other. Somebody in the Major League Baseball office and MLBPA obviously listened to the show (laughs) and delivered good news. Chip, have at it. We have a baseball season. Yes! (laughs) Which, again, the way it went down was probably the oddest. And it actually culminated the last three months. It really did. Like, I don't think it could have ended any other way than, than the way it did. It was almost like poetic justice. So there was, we've reported that there was a pro- proposal out there for a 60-game schedule that the players were going to vote on. Players voted down. I think there was only four, team, four people on the MLPA board that voted for it, and there 39 of them voted against it or 30-something voted against it. So they basically told the commissioner, just you implement whatever schedule you want. And he basically looked at it and said, okay, I'm going to implement the 60-game schedule that you just shot down. We're just going to implement that. So it was basically made no sense that they voted it down because that's exactly what he was going to implement, implement anyways. But that's basically what this whole thing has been. It's made no sense the entire time. It's just been one, like, I don't know, one disgruntled person fighting another disgruntled person and then like, getting nowhere. And then it was just basically commissioners like, all right, well, I'm just going to implement this plan anyways. So it's a 60, 60 game schedule. Uh, it's going to start at the end of July and go uh, into, I believe, September uh, with the playoffs. Uh, some of the rule changes, which are kind of crazy that they're going to add in there. I don't know if you know any about them or you've heard about them, but. Let's start with the universal DH. Yeah, they have a universal DH. So the NL has a university age they did that for a lot of reasons they they cited like player safety as one of them because they don't want the pitchers up there trying to hit and then a pitcher gets injured and then you got to fill that roster spot like they're they they just did we're just gonna have a universal dh that for both leagues which is something that's been talked about and kind of called for for years but no one's ever really added it in there so that this season's probably going to have it and it'll be like one of those things where they like trial and see how people like it. If they like it, they'll probably keep it on. The, um, the argument has always been for that. Um, the American League and the National League used to be like whole separate entities under the Major League Baseball umbrella. And what you had was your, your true baseball traditionalists. That was the National League. The National League don't have a DH. If you're on the field, you bat. The American League has always had the DH. So for uh, that was the big difference between whether you're an American League or a National League fan. Are you for the DH or against that? So there's a lot of there's a lot of people that kind of have like a, a bad taste in their mouth over the fact that the National League is doing the DH. I think it's fantastic. See, I'm on the other side of the coin. I think that you should I don't like DHs. I think there's I think it takes more you take the manager out of like the manager's like strategy out of it when you have a DH. Like, how can we where can we pinch hit this person to take over? Like, there's so much more strategy going involved in not having like a universal DH. Like you can have you have to manage your players a lot better when you when you have to have a pitcher bat. Cause then you gotta figure out okay, I can't have a relief pitcher bat, so then I got to bring in another relief pitcher. Whereas if you have University H, you're just like, meh, I can put a relief pitcher out there for three innings and not have to worry about him batting. 
So I like the fact that there's more strategy involved in it with the, without, with the, without the DH. So I'm one of those people that's, uh, it has to disagree with you on that one. Well, that's all right. You're a Phillies fan. You're National League. I'm a Yankees fan. American League. I mean, it's it's cut and dry right there. <laughs> yeah. So they 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 put and then uh, Caesars Palace came out with the sports predictions on their win Here total. We Here we go. <laughs> so, so this this should this should make you happy. They have the Dodgers at at 37 wins, um, okay. and then they have the Yankees right behind them at 36 and a half. So they're predicting that's the Dodgers and the right. Yankees to have the two best records uh surprisingly they have the astros at the fourth best record of 34 and a half which i find highly incredulous because it is the astros um and they can't cheat this year so well uh, you know what just out of curiosity caesars put those stats up there do we have any idea of how many like did they put a prop bet and under over for hit by pitches for the Astros, out of curiosity, <laughs> they had one at the beginning of the season. They took it down since they went on hiatus, but I have not seen any prop bets like that because I've got a suspicion it will come back. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be up there. It's going to that's going to be newsworthy. But um, yeah, they start on July twenty third and twenty fourth. They haven't come out with the schedule yet, um, but they believe that they're going to open it up with the uh, Yankees playing. Uh, I think I'd read that somewhere as well. Uh, the other, the other interesting thing now. So the way this, the way they're doing the schedules is uh, you play 10 games against your divisional opponent, each divisional opponent. And then the rest of the games you play against the AL, the opposite AL opponent. So there's going to be a lot of Phillies versus Yankees games. It's I think regional. It's four games. Yeah. To it's cut regional. down on so travel and whatnot. So like yeah, so AL East AL and NL East. And, and East. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to get Yankees, Phillies, Yankees, Braves. Uh, of course, you're going to get Yankees, Mets. We love mm-hmm. the Subway Series. Um, there's going to be some interesting matchups in there. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be it, – it'll be interesting for them to come out with the schedule because obviously the NL East is not all up in the Northeast. You have the Braves. You have the – and the AL East the same way. You have the Braves. You have the the Rays and the Marlins who are all down here. Um, and then you have all the other teams up in the Northeast. So th- probably what I would see them doing is scheduling it in a way where if a team comes down here to play the Braves, they would go then play the Marlins, then they would go play the the Rays and kind of do their games. Circuit. Yeah, do their games that way instead of having them keep going up and down, up and down, that kind of thing. I think that would make sense because it's not like you don't have to manage them playing all the teams of baseball, just that little section. Um, the, I will say the NL East and the AL East are probably the two toughest divisions, which is going to make for some really good baseball. Somebody's going to get heartbroken when it comes time for the playoffs. That, that's all I got to say <laughs> between, yes. um, that, that, that the AL East and the NL East, it, it's kind of like, kind of like the NFC East in football where they just all beat on each other. <laughs> you know, and just continuously beat each other down. I can see those games between the uh, uh, the AL and the National League in the East. It, it just tough teams, rough teams. Um, I honestly think that that just some of those games will seriously set some playoff implications coming it, out, of, it, out of the East. 
Oh, it definitely will. And they're not expanding the playoffs, so the playoffs are going to be the same amount of teams that it was before, so it's going to be even harder to get into the playoffs. Uh, yes. Now, let me ask you this, because one of the questions is, because it's the shortest season in record uh, since, I think, the 1800s or something like that, so I'm not even going to count that, because uh, it was like way before my time. It's been uh, over 100 years since baseball last had a season this short. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. you put an asterisk next to the champion because you might get a team that is a flash in the pan that can play really well like for example the 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 phillies last year were the best team in baseball through the first 60 games but then they trailed off towards the end of the season do you think that we might get a champion that would not necessarily have the quote-unquote best roster and would you put an asterisk next to their championship because of how short the season is, and they didn't have to play over a hundred uh, in one hundred and sixty-two games. You know, there's baseball has always struggled with this. Um, going back to like Roger Maris hitting sixty-one home runs, and numerous other records in the record book. Do you put an asterisk next to it? I don't think so. It it is a season. And people argue, well, you know, the team that wins, let's say it was like a team that nobody thought of and they they caught fire in the last third, the last 20 games of the season and rode it into the playoffs. That's the way baseball is. You know, if you do that, do you go going back 100 plus years when the seasons were only 60 games? So does that mean every year for 100 years plus afterwards, you put an asterisk and went, well, they played an extra 100 games. So you know, compared to what these other teams did before then. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you have that argument, then it's everything in the record books for one way or another, there needs to be an asterisk next to it. It's a 60-game season, but it is a season. This is an opportunity for those teams who normally may not have a chance to where they can go, hey, it's a shortened season, we might be able to bag one, a championship. So, but I wouldn't put an asterisk next to it. I mean, everybody's going to know why, but I would not put the fact that it was a shortened season to take away from the accomplishment because even still 60 games plus the playoffs, you, we've seen teams in baseball, they can win 10, 12 in a row, and then they just go on a skid. So what is it, what it's actually going to be is how well, based on the fact that, you know, you have 60 games the managers and managing the bullpen and there's pitchers that would normally pitch this day that may not do that now because you're figuring out rotations. There's a, there's a whole nother uh, strategy to figure out. So I, I say, no, I, I don't put an asterisk on it. I'm kind of on the fence with it. I, I, I agree with, you made a great point there. Um, it is, it is a shortened season. So that's kind of like, it's not like a regular full season where you can get see play a team over a hundred, a hundred and some games. But at the same time, I see like same thing. If someone gets hot, I just, my, my fear is that it's not really fear. It's like someone gets like an injury. Like they pull a hamstring. If they pull a hamstring, they're pretty much out for the season. It's so, done. That's it. Yeah. Like any injury like, like that, any major injury, you just pack it up. Yeah. That's going to be, that's going to be the more interesting storyline is like someone just like, cause if they had pulled a hamstring, they would have been back in a month. Now, like if they pull a hamstring, they're pretty much done for the season. So you're going to have a lot more players that are going to, you're going to see a lot more teams changing their rosters because a player goes down. Um, And they have rules in place that 
like the first few weeks you you have 30 players then it's 28 then it's 26 and then it gets down to the normal 24 i think after that um players that can be on a roster but there's no minor leagues so you can't bring somebody up you can't put them out there to test them so there's a new problem <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be really interesting to see how they do it so I'm, I'm excited to see that they're also talking about putting fans in the stands for the games but not in the way you would think so the giants came out with this plan to put fans into their stands they're going to all their season ticket holders and saying take a picture of yourselves and we'll put a six foot poster of you in your seat for the games mm-hmm. let that sink in for a second yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay the, so the the japanese baseball kind of did this with the they put like sex dolls in the stands and That's weird, yeah, that dude. didn't go over <laughs> that didn't go wrong they, they did they they put a blow-up dolls but they ended I'm up just saying, it didn't go over well <laughs> <laughs> they put blow-up dolls in the stands and it was like like female blow-up dolls and it was it oh, like i watched God. the video of it and it was it was like it was one of those like who thought of this and thought it was a good idea kind of thing somebody and had a sense like, of humor oh it was just like it was like one of the dumbest things ever so this not necessarily on that level but at the same time like i would if i was the season ticket holder i'd be like no you, no you could put a cardboard person up there you know don't i'm not i i I wouldn't pay money i think they're i don't think they're uh it's like a hundred dollar fee for you to do it too so it's like you have to pay you have to pay for you for them to put your face in the stand like i don't know it just it was stupid (laughs) say the least that was just (laughs) i was like i i I saw that and i raised i raised an eyebrow at that i'm like who, what moron thought that was a good idea? There's nothing else to say, okay? I mean, there's no way to spin it or just, it just, hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um, we're going to move on to NHL unless there's anything else you want to say about baseball. I, I, I don't know if you're happy that they're coming back. Okay. I, I, I have some good. other comments about it, um, but I'm not going to voice my opinion right now. I want to move along with the show. But you know what, man? I might maybe do like an extra audio clip during the week just to kind of to give some perspective what I think while the dust settles. But for the time being, I'm going to celebrate and be like, yes, we have baseball, and I'll leave it at that. So let, let's get on with the hockey because I'm anxious to hear some hockey news. Yeah, so they had the NFL draft lottery this past week, um, and they selected the – the draft picks, but they only selected two through eight. And the reason being, so they kind of do it the same way the NBA does it with like the lottery balls and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yep. And everyone gets a, a percentage or anything. And the team that was supposed to go number one, the only reason they did number two through eight was because the team, there's a, the teams that are in the, still in the season or in the restart or in the play on playing tournament, they had chances to get placed in like, the seven, eight, nine region for the lottery, but they didn't get picked. So one of the teams that's playing in the play-in tournament could possibly get that first overall pick because the ball didn't drop the way it was supposed to. So it got really crazy. Like like we don't, they don't know who's the first overall pick right now for the so lottery. 
does not make the lottery interesting. Hmm? <laughs> yeah. So uh, each team has a twelve and a half percent chance of securing the first overall pick when they lose. So when the the teams that are at the bottom lose, they are going to do a redrawing for the first overall pick, and then they'll fill out the the rest of their lottery from nine until whatever based off of that. But there's still, uh, like if you're a team that's playing in the play on play in tournament and you know you're one of those bottom teams do you kind of sit there and go we may not want to win this and then try to get the first overall pick and kind of try and just like yeah we're going to kind of dog it a little bit so that you get that chance of the first overall or do you still put in maximum effort to play because you just want to put a maximum effort well here's a problem like you said right any of the teams the um that that drop into the second draft, right? Do you necessarily want to suck because it is a draft and they're going to be drawing for the number one spot, right? So, are you willing to bet your twelve and a half percent chance that your team is going to get called on? I'm going to tank it in the playoffs so we can get that number one spot because you could tank it and still not get it. True. So why why would you risk it? That the way I see it now, you do you go all or nothing. I I know I could not in in good conscience figure out a way to be like you know what we need to suck and hope that we we get that first pick. I I could not in good conscience do that. Yeah, it it definitely there, there's a whole article with that, and I think I'll post this one up in our Discord chat and and on Twitter for everybody to take a look at because they, they ask a bunch of questions about it and I don't really want to go over all of it because it's a pretty lengthy article, but um, yeah, it, it, it takes you really into it. Like it got, it got really wild because there's some trades that were happened. So other teams might get a pick that didn't originally get picked and then they might have two top 10 picks and it, it, it gets pretty insane with it. So I'll, I'll post it up for you guys to read it. Um, but yeah, it was, I was reading it and it was really interesting to see, that and that there was teams that are still playing that can still get that first or overall pick. It was kind of like the year uh, last year's NBA lottery where uh, the Pelicans got the first overall, but they were like the eighth. They were supposed to get like the eighth overall pick, and they ended up getting the first overall pick. So I like the draft lottery. I think it adds more interesting to it. Yes, um, it does. There was there was some controversy with the NHL though. So we reported last week that there was a bunch of staffers and players that tested positive for COVID and they shut down their facility. Well, they reopened it already. So they reopened it after five days. Um, They basically Mm. were just like, we're opening it up and made all this other stuff. We're just going to open up our facility again. Um, Do you think that five days is enough time for them to open it? Or do you think it was, I think it was more of like, Hey, we're starting our season soon and we're in these phases and we kind of can't just keep the facility shut down. So we're just going to, try to appease people and say that we shut it down just to say that we shut it down. I, this is again, one of those, like the other sports we talked about, I think that they're like, we're aware of what's going on. We have a plan to get back it. it, As far as what sports starting up again, there's spikes in the country with COVID and whatnot. Really at this point for anything like that, I, I think no matter which way you have the argument one way or the other that it, it just you're, you're darned if you do and darned if you don't you know i mean what what is the what is the safe way to proceed did you open it too soon maybe you should have waited longer at at this point it, it just deal with it as it comes it, uh, you know yeah what, what, I, mean, what, what do you, I mean what what do you do honestly 
I just thought it, I thought it was funny. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to shut down. All right, now we're opening it back up. And it was, like most places are shutting down for two weeks. And now it's like, oh, no, we're only shutting down for five days. Like, yeah, I mean, we have two weeks where, you know, the normal, uh, you know, the normal is 14 days where you're supposed to quarantine 14 days. You know, once there's confirmation of it, I just, I, you know, I really don't know. It, it was five days too soon. Florida is having an increase in outbreaks, so maybe. But leaving it shut down for 14 days, would that stop it from getting any worse? If you're having spikes in your area after 14 days, I can see it continuing. You know what I mean? It. Yeah. It, I mean, at this point, what do you do? Yeah, so they're going to have the uh, the return of the season at the end of July. It's 24 teams like we, we did, and they're going to have 12 teams separated 12 team area and they're having two hub cities um right now they haven't picked those hub cities they're i think they have six on the list but the the rumors are that it's going to be toronto and las vegas that they're going to have these um hub cities or like like the bubble kind of thing that the the nba is doing and have the teams play there with the championship being um somewhere and at like a neutral site either in las vegas or toronto which the Canadian prime minister has already said he's all for them using Canada as a hub city, which is really cool that he's on board with that. I mean, they, they did kind of in, invent the sport. So, um, yes. yeah, <laughs> but that, that's something to, to keep an eye on. They still, the NHL for as much as we have said that they are like, moving forward and they were the first to approve this agreement and they first to come out with like a schedule and some of that, they are really dragging their feet with the, with, with the return. Like everyone else, like the NBA has a schedule. They have a plan in place. They're starting everything. The MLB is just need a schedule. They already have everything in place. And the NHL is just kind of like, we still haven't picked where we're going to play yet. We're just kind of waiting. We're going to analyze things some more we have we have people that are quarantining themselves like they're they're just like i feel like they're moving at like a snail's pace and they're like we'll like come out with a schedule like a week before where people are playing they're just they're they're we we said a couple weeks ago that they were like oh man they were on point and they were what they're doing but i i i think i retract that statement i think they have absolutely no idea what they're doing <laughs> yeah we reserve we reserve the right to change our opinions <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I keep like NHL is like one of those like I hit the refresh button and it's like you're just staring at it and you keep hitting the refresh button just waiting for something to happen and it's like you go by four or five days and still you're hitting the refresh button and nothing has happened about AHL and there's like, no okay, new news. Well, how long did it take us? Uh, how many shows have we done already? We're like NHL ain't got anything to report this week and then just on to the next topic. Exactly, it's like they're still yeah. on pace to do what they're doing. Like. I feel like they 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 have different phases. I think they have four phases to return to play. They're they're still in phase two. It's I feel like they've been in phase two for like a month. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, but that's that, that's whatever. really all the NHL stuff. So, uh, let's get into those interesting topics of the week. Yeah, the random topics. So, uh, Morehouse University canceled their football season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are Division two school. It's the first college program to cancel football and like i said last week i don't think that there's going to be college football and i actually said that to one of our co-workers and he quickly dismissed me and and pouted and, and walked off um i'm pretty sure uh-huh. you know what i'm talking about of so, course <laughs> um 
I, I still don't think that they're going to be able to with, especially with all the, t- like, I think Clemson had a spike of more cases this week uh, mm-hmm. of their football program. Um, I just, I don't see college. I don't see the, the college athletes having a season as far as football uh, well, you and I, having the same season. You and I discussed it a little, um, a little bit off air during the week. And what we both agreed with was due to the fact that a lot of campuses aren't going to have students returning in the fall. There's going to be a lot of online learning. Yeah. So if, yeah. if they're not returning to campus, I mean, can you just say, well, you know, we're not going to have you come back to campus except for the football players. But then we, you, you say, OK, well, if the football game is going to go on, we need to talk about social distancing with arenas that hold 80 and 90,000 people. Oh, good luck with yes. that. Yeah. So like this, th- th- this, this is this is a couple of the things from the past few days. Not even like the week. It's past few days. Like UNLV uh, suspended their on-campus workouts after four tested positive. Uh, mm-hmm. Clemson has had thirty-seven tests this month. Fourteen more uh, on Friday. Uh, actually, I take that back. So they have forty-seven total. Thirty-seven this month and fourteen the other day that tested positive. Uh, yep. Texas Tech has 23 of their football team that test positive. Uh, this is interesting, and I thought this was hilarious. So the Wake Forest coach is actually going to self-isolate himself from his wife uh, when they start workouts on July 12th. Now, his wife is a cancer survivor and has other medical issues, but he's basically, for the entire football season, not going near his wife. Yep. Is Man, that a good I, hope, I just hope he calls and checks in a lot. Like, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm not married, but I think a lot of people would be completely okay with doing that. Well, I'm not you know what? Put you on the spot there, Don, but. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what would, uh, you know what would make that interesting? Um, it, it just, it would almost be kind of like a karma thing. I mean, he's doing it for the right reason. I totally get it. I understand it. She's like, that's your job. I'm sure there was a lot of discussions about it. And he goes, you know, what? I'm isolating from my wife um, because of her medical issues. And you know what? So props to him for being forward thinking on it. So if you were to like kind of put a spin on it, you know, Wake Forest is not known for its college football. Could you see them like going to the national championship? Be like, uh, honey, I, I can't come home yet. Uh, we made it to the playoffs. Honey, we right. won our round. We got another round to go. You know? So like Clemson's one of the teams that is supposed to be like predicted to make it to the championships. So yeah. could you imagine their half their team going down with coronavirus and then not making it to the championship? Like would you, that that would I think would put a big asterisk next to a team if like because college football like if you get one loss like it significantly drops you in the poll. In most so cases, you're out if, with one loss. In most cases. Yeah, so could you just imagine like uh, the Clemson quarterback gets COVID and he can't play for two weeks, and they have to go in with a, a backup quarterback for two weeks? Like that could seriously change the season, and you could have mm-hmm. a team that's not that great, quote unquote, on paper, make it to the championships. And I mean, do you you call him a paper champion? Do you like you put put an asterisk next to him? Like they played a whole season. That's all I got to say. They played a season, regardless and of what they might actually win it this year. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, where and I mean, and it's funny too because you know we have these conversations with shortened seasons and whatnot. Do you put an asterisk next to it? Well, there were seasons where sports got 
put pushed back or postponed because of hurricane season or something like that, you know, and like, well, the team would have won, but because their, their home stadium was an area that got hit by a hurricane, they had to play in a neutral site. So they didn't have the hometown fans and that's why they lost. You know what I mean? Like no matter what, Uh, if you played the full season, I see no need for the asterisks. You played the season. However it happened, it happened. You won. Congratulations. Yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see how the seasons go this year. And it's going to be, we're going to have a lot of sports very quickly uh, as soon as the end of July hits. You're going to have three three or four sports going on at once, which is going to just be insane. I think um, Vegas is going to make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially with people <laughs> because have nothing I, else to do with their time. Well, no, but well, the reason I say I think Vegas is going to make a lot of money is because of these shortened seasons and change playoff structures and formats. There are teams where during a normal season, you'd go, no way, no how. That these underdog teams that nobody's going to bet on might actually start winning, and these favorites might actually start losing. Yeah, it's it's going to be very fluid, and it's, it's going to be a flux. And, and yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see upsets, and you're going to see probably a lot of teams that you wouldn't expect to be at the top, to be at the top. Um, speaking of teams at the top, so Shoot. I got to give a shout out to Liverpool. They won the Premier League this uh, this after the restart. Uh, it's first time that they've ever won it. So it's a, since it's a thirty year drought because the Premier League was uh, founded or the new Premier League was founded uh, thirty years ago. At least their their squad was. So it's first time they won it. Um, and it, it, they came at uh, Man City lost to Chelsea. So Chelsea helped them That's win right. that match. So there uh, you congratulations go. to them. Props. What else we got? Uh, so Under Armour is trying to cancel their $280 million deal, million dollar deal with UCLA. Uh, it's the biggest. I know we talked a little bit off air. It's a 15-year, $280 million deal with UCLA for supplying their programs with athletic apparel and and college barrel so it's the largest deal um that uh, ever for college sport um it was signed back in 2016 and it went into effect in 2017 um but now under armor is trying to terminate the contract and ucl is ucl is like no you're not doing that um so there's a big uh, legal battle between those two, which I, it doesn't really say why Under Armour is um, trying to get out of it, but I have to assume it's because COVID. of COVID. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, they're paying an exorbitant amount of money to, to yeah, UCLA. Yeah, that's almost $20 so. million dollars a year. Yeah. It's that's insane. a lot of money. And that, it's, it's it, a 15-year no. deal, so it's a really long deal. Like You don't make 15-year deals like that. No. It, well, most most sponsorships like that for teams and equipment don't make 15-year deals, period, that I know of. Even like uh, Reebok and Nike and Adidas and uh, across the various sports, I, I can't ever recall hearing like for apparel like a 15-year contract. It, it That's news to me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's unheard of. Um, mm-hmm. And then finally, the NASCAR update. They had the NASCAR races this weekend. I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Kevin Harvick, uh, who won the uh, Pocono uh, Raceway, uh, one of their their races this weekend. He was snapped an O for uh, 38 streak that he had. 
Um, so he was due. Yeah, you could say that. Um, <laughs> yes. There were some other things that happened because they, they had three races this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. The one guy crashed his car after winning. He won the one race and then came back in the second race and crashed it in the first lap. So, um, oh, wonderful. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Kevin Harvick, he won, uh, it was the Xfinity series, correct? Cause he doesn't run trucks. It was the Xfinity correct. series. Yeah. Yeah. It's and an then, Xfinity um, series. and then tonight's race, uh, the last race of the triple header, uh, Harvick actually finished in second this evening. Oh, so nice. he, he had a good weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially after going over 38, you know, you're eventually, you're eventually going to win hopefully. So, Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, uh, that that wraps up all the regular topics. And guess what, everybody? You know what it's time for. It's time for Chips Chumps. Bad plays, bad players, awful calls, poor sportsmanship. The worst of the week with Chips Chumps. Hey, guys. All right, so another week of Chips Chumps, and I got to say, um, uh, I, it took me a while to put this list together. There were a lot of candidates that, that would have made the list, but uh, I think I, I did a pretty good job. Um, so I'm going to start out. I'm actually going to start out with an honorable mention this week uh, at number six. Uh, it's going to go with to Demoris Smith, who is the NFL PA director. Uh, I know I mentioned it earlier in the show. He had come out and said that, all these players that are doing these group workouts is, is against player safety and they should not do it. And they should, uh, and kind of just wagging his finger at them, telling them that they're doing something bad, but never really actually enforcing anything. So, which again, I think is a catch 22 because you don't have these workouts, then they're going to injure themselves during the season and, and they're going to be out anyway. So why don't have them work out? They're going to be working out with each other in two weeks. So it's stupid. Your, your comment, like, I don't know. He, if you're going to say something like this, like find somebody or suspend them or reprimand them in some way. Just don't sit there and wag your finger at them. Like you're just being dumb. So Mara Smith moron number five. So this one is a, this is a funny story. If you haven't seen the video, it involves haha Clinton Dix. Who's the Dallas Cowboys safety. I am putting on the list, not haha Clinton Dix, but I'm putting on the bear that he was scared of and ran away from because if you watch the video he's riding on his motorized skateboard and doesn't see the bear that's behind a car and then he sees the bear and he jumps off the 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 skateboard and runs the other way and the skateboard keeps going and the bear sees the skateboard and then bolts the other way all right why didn't the bear go after him seriously like that would have been great for the eagles if the bear had just started charging at him Oh. oh my god so, so the, the bear the bear gets on the list for not being a bear and doing its natural instinct instead of being scared of a stupid skateboard and running the opposite way so i'm gonna the bear moron number four so i put ezekiel elliott on this one for one simple reason actually there's two t he was on here twice there was two different articles about him and both of them were just stupid the first one he goes on and acts like a little baby and talks about how he had a couple of cough and shortness of breath for a couple of days when he had COVID. But other than that, he's feeling normal, quote unquote. And he's like trying to milk this, you know, sad, like everybody feel bad for me. No, you had COVID. Like 
get over it. Like you're a high performance athlete. You had a cough and shortness of breath. Okay. That's like nothing. Some of the people that are like dying in hospitals and you're trying to like come up and be like, you know, I was pretty much asymptomatic, but you know, I was a little, a little bit of a cough and shortness of breath. Yeah. No. The other thing they, they did was, um, his dog supposedly attacked a woman, um, and, or his three dogs attacked a woman. And it's not the first time that they've attacked people. Like if your dogs are that out of control, discipline them, you know, get them in somewhere where they can, you know, be disciplined or, or they're not, not going to attack people. Like there's a woman that's suing him because she was basically, uh, assaulted by his dog and he knew it, his dogs were out of control and he did nothing about it. So Ezekiel Elliott, for all the reasons stated, moron number three so this goes to uh so you know we all like to get a little bit crazy and like to do stupid stuff when we're celebrating uh championships so there was a liverpool fan that was semi-naked on a ladder on top of a very small lightning post uh uh, lamp post not lightning post lamp post and he was on top of it, and he was cheering, and the video is hilarious. The, the ladder goes out from under him, and all you see is this big boy go flat down. And it's, uh, it's, it's hilarious. He's, like, celebrating and all cheering, and all of a sudden, it's, like, tumble, timber falling down. Yeah. It, moron. You know, if you're going to celebrate, don't do something stupid like that where you fall off the uh, lamppost. Or if you're that big, don't go up on the lamppost that's, like, not going to hold you anyways. Number two. All right, so this one's actually a really serious one. No more of these these funny ones. Um, this is a North Carolina Speedway uh, uh, owner. So for those of you who don't know, we didn't really talk much about it. Uh, Bubba Wallace was a African-American NASCAR driver, um, found a noose in his garage. Um, and it was this big, huge thing, but they found out the news had been there for months and months beforehand. It just so happened that it, it was there when he walked in and, and it kind of freaked him out and scared him. Well, this owner of this raceway track decided to come out with what he called a bubba rope and did a pitch to sell this $10 rope in this in a noose and sell it as bubba rope. Are you kidding me? Like how, how dumb how much how dumb are you to do that like there's no way on any shape form like if if you're someone that buys that like you it's awful like this you can't do this don't don't do something this stupid like this was a a terrible terrible situation and and it, it really affected him and you're trying to make a joke out of it no uh mike fulp who is the who's this guy and he put an ad in the paper for it and, and moron. Number one. All right, this goes to an, a football player. He used a formal, former Eagle, Malcolm Jenkins. I'm appalled at your comments. You turn around and you, you played in Philadelphia for, for four or five years. And now you're going to turn around and say that football is non-essential. Are you kidding me? Like, football is an essential part of our lives, especially in Philadelphia. You should know this. You were there for long enough. Why in the world would you say it's a non-essential business? It's an essential business. We need football. We don't 
we, we football, we breathe, live and die football up in Philadelphia. And we, we bleed green and you're going to sit there and say, it's not essential. You're idiot, like dumb. Like, no, you, 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 you can sit there and say that you're not going to play, but to sit there and say that it's a, uh, non-essential business and that we shouldn't be playing because of COVID. Like I'm, I'm appalled at, at your lack of uh, reality in the situation. So Malcolm Jenkins, moron. There you and that's go. everything for today. Yeah. There you go. Uh, there. Chips, chumps. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I, I put a couple of funny ones in there, but I think they were absolutely hit the mark on, on how, how you should feel about them. Um, so, you know, I'll post it up in Discord and Twitter, and you guys let me know how you, uh, how you feel about it. I, uh, I, I was looking through the notes for this week's list, and, and I got to tell you, uh, number two, I, the more I read the article about it, the more enraged I got. Be, apparently, this was not the first stupid thing that he posted up on there. On which, which one? Number which, two. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, uh, that's... But, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not even going to give the courtesy of giving his name because I'm I'm sorry. No, that it, it just it, as again, like I said, as I read the article, it was it just got worse. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, yeah, it's just is people just do dumb dumb things. Don't think before they do it. Like I saw this, and I I at first I thought it was like a like one of those like tabloid articles, like fake kind of fake news, quote unquote fake news. And um, then you realize this is the real deal. It was a real thing, and I'm like, "Wow, I've I've heard some stuff, but this is this just takes the cake." And, and um, and as far as number five goes, because <laughs> uh, it looked like it, it was a bear and a mama bear, or or uh, something like that. There were two bears, um, that uh, found haha Clinton Dix. So j- just in a sick irony, it was weird to actually hear you pulling for the bears, haha, for a change. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> the fact that the bear was scared of a scooter that had nobody on it, like, give me a break. Like, the bear's like four times bigger than a, a stupid scooter, and it runs the other way. <sighs> I just, I would rather I, when I, I would saw the bear take a swipe at the scooter at least. When I saw the bear who faced Ha Clinton Dix in the notes, I'm like, where is he going with this? And then I heard your spiel, and I'm like, okay, now I get it. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right, man. We're going to go ahead and hit the buzzer. It's the final buzzer. The last moments of the show. Okay, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, everybody, you heard it. We are at the final buzzer, the last minutes of the show. Uh, Chip, let's go ahead and kick it off. Movie of the week. So the movie of this week I thought was apropos. Uh, I put in Field of Dreams, uh, 1989 movie with uh, Kevin Costner and James Earl Jones uh, and Ray uh, Liotta um, in it. Um, basically, it's, it's about a uh, farm owner who is in the middle of his farm uh, and hears a voice and basically tells him to build a baseball field. And it's got a lot of moving parts in it and a lot of moving uh, imagery. And it's a really classic film. And and they actually built the baseball stadium and it's still there in Iowa in a field, uh, in a cornfield. 
So, and it's a, they sell tickets to it and it's actually, you can go onto the field, you can run the bases on the field and, and it's in a pretty iconic uh, imagery. And, and the quote of the week from the movie, which is, is super famous. And, and if you probably have heard it, and if you don't know what movie it's from, no, now you know, um, if you build it, he will come. Uh, that's what's whispered to Kevin Costner in the movie at the beginning of the movie uh, as he's in the field. And it's, it's repeated throughout the entire film. Um, I actually ended up watching it again today and it's, it's a, it's a classic, classic movie. It is a fantastic movie. I recommend anybody that hasn't seen it to watch it. And for those of us that have seen it, watch it again. Uh, one of the great, one of the great sports movies of all time, if you ask me. Yep. Thought it was apropos because baseball's back and we need to have a baseball movie in there. Yep. I don't know better about baseball. As far as this baseball season's uh, coming up, I don't know what they built, but somebody's going to show up. That's for sure. <laughs> I get, you know, as we uh, get here to the closing again, uh, I just want to say we're having a great time doing it. We're actually evolving. There's been uh, some requests to add some of the links from our notes and whatnot, and some of the stuff that we're reading on our Discord channel. So I know Chip, we've started to oblige with that a little bit. And yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll post that up as soon as uh, the show goes live. So, yeah. And then, of course, we, uh, we're we getting a little more active with the Twitter feed here and there. So, all, all in all, we're having a good time. And I honestly cannot we, I got, wait. Excuse me. We are on the countdown now. I would say we probably have about three or four more shows before we're going to actually talk about sports, sports, and not just the news. It's exciting. Yeah, you sound it. You're like, you know what, dude, it's been a long day. Trust me, I feel the excitement. <laughs> cool, man. Well, uh, listen, uh, as always, everybody, we appreciate you listening and tuning in. Please share share our show with all your friends and family out there. Let's uh, get more listeners out there. Chip and I want to, again, expand on more product, our projects, not products, projects as we gather more listeners to bring more stuff to you guys. So as always, we appreciate you listening and thanks. Have a great night. We're out. You've been listening to Sportscasters Anonymous. Your opinion may differ, but that doesn't mean you're right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. We hope you were intrigued or at least entertained. You can find the podcast on all the major networks. Find us on Discord and Patreon at Random Chatter. Hook up on the website at randomchatter.com and browse through the merchandise at randomchatter.com slash store. We'll see you next time. This is Sportscasters Anonymous. Signing off.